Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today here on Roots Radio. What a privilege this is to have all of these wonderful minds and hearts here today to talk about the walk to defeat ALS. Present on today's show, we have with us Wendy Barnes from the ALS Association, who has been working working as a social worker with ALS Association for the last 21 years. We have with us also Pat, who is an incredible person living with ALS, a veteran to our show, and has participated in the walk for the last three years. And then we also have with us um, Heather and Alex, who will share with us their beautiful story of how they learned about the ALS, ALS walk and all that they did to form a team, raise money, and get involved. Um so welcome. Great. So to get us started today, um, we'd like to provide folks a little bit of background of the walk to defeat ALS. And as Jesse mentioned, we have Wendy with us today, who is really the veteran of the group in terms of uh, working with uh, the ALS Association. So Wendy, would you mind sharing with us the evolution of the walk over the few over the over the last 20 some years um, and how this event came to be? Absolutely, I'd love to. So um, about 20 years ago, um, we, uh, we were, I was in our support group, our Lehigh Valley support group, and we had a new family um, come join us. And um, the granddaughter who was in her twenties um, came up to me after the support group and said, you know, I really want to help. What, what can I do? So we connected her with um, the chapter and we brainstormed some ideas and we had some ALS walks, um, you know, in the area, or we had a few that we would, you know, that we would do every year, but there was nothing specifically in the Lehigh Valley. Um, and, um, so we brainstormed, we got together with our fundraising team through the chapter and decided, you know what, we're going to do a walk here in the Lehigh Valley. So she, um, Holly was her name, Holly and her family and friends, um, formed a committee. Um, I was on the committee with them and we met once a month and just, um, you know, talked about how, you know, how we can, uh, get participation, you know, here in the Lehigh Valley. So we settled on a walk date in October and really loved that time of year in the fall. And the chapter um, didn't really have a walk in the fall. So it worked out perfectly. So she um, she was really the instigator of the walk. She brought her family and friends, um, really wanted to spend some time uh, just giving back um, and and doing something in honor of her grandmother. Um, and her grandmother's name was Ruthie, and their team name was Ruthie's Pinch Hitters. Um, so it was it was um, uh, that that family actually still participates in the walk um, twenty years later. That's awesome. Which is so that was neat. the I assume that was then the first the first team because yep. it kind of grew from that. Yep, absolutely. Um, how, how did uh, over the over the you know more than a decade now, what um, how did the walk grow? Do you remember in the beginning? You know, did you have a dozen, two dozen participants, and then grow up to to what it is today, as as well as some of the different venues 
that you've had? Because I, I imagine it's really matured over, you know, what you say? It's been 19 years with the 20th anniversary coming up next year. So it must have matured both in size as well as venues. Yep, absolutely. So I, I would say our first walk probably had a couple hundred walkers. And I think our highest walk ever was over a thousand walkers. Wow. Um, so now, you know, the last couple of years, COVID has, you know, the pandemic has put a dent into that. But um, yeah, to start off, you know, 20 years ago, 19 years ago with a couple hundred and, um, you know, maybe a few teams to, you know, this year, I think we had, was it 64 teams? Um and over 500 walkers, but I think our highest, our highest walk was over a thousand walkers. Um, wow. and we started out, um, at a, um, at a, like a community college, um, in center Valley. It was, um, and we just, we kind of walked around the school. We walked a little bit into a neighborhood and then a few years later, we got connected to the iron pigs um, the minor league baseball team and had the walk there for many, many years. And it was a really cool connection to baseball. And, um, it was a neat place to walk. We, they, the iron pigs would actually let us walk on the warning track. So it was, um, it just, it had that really good atmosphere of baseball related, um, and, um, plenty of room for, for people to join in. And, and that's really important. Um, you want to, you want, when you're looking for a location for a walk, you want it to be easily accessible for the whole Lehigh Valley area. Um, and so we try and get it, you know, find a place that's kind of centrally located in the Lehigh Valley. That's great. And I know from uh, my experience in this past October, that the organization for a walk, it takes time and effort to coordinate and just the little logistical things. And yeah. I think that's great as a baseball fan. I was really, I would have been really excited to go to the uh, Iron Pig Stadium and certainly want to give a shout out to the Philadelphia Phillies and their sponsorship and what they do for the ALS Association. So that's great. And Wendy, I, you know, I, I've had the privilege of learning from and, and, you know, working with you over the years and, and something that I learned from day one through you was how, you know, this, this walk every year, you know, it's not your average walk. It's not just a, you know, um, show up, you know, support through a cause, support money and go to the cause. Like it is a celebration of a day and it's a day that, families who are there supporting somebody who are continuing on somebody's legacy, whatever it may be. Um, it's a day that families really celebrate and, and there is just this feeling there that there is something different. And, um, would you share with us a little bit about that and your experience of sort of feeling that over the last 20 years? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's a, a way to bring family and friends together to, to celebrate and honor, you know, those who are continuing to live with ALS and those who have, um, we've lost to ALS. And, you know, I think families look at it as, you know, it's, it's something that they have on their calendar. They know every October it's going to be the ALS walk. Um, they start raising money, you know, prior to that. Um, and 
a lot of families have shared that after the walk, they go back and they have a picnic. Um, so it's, it's, they continue their, their whole day is kind of an ALS day. Um, it's a remembrance day. It's an honoring day. Um, they don't want to leave, you know, they don't want the day to end because it is such a special day. Um, and to be able to, you know, to be there and, um, be with their family and their friends. It's just amazing. It's, it is a feel good day, you know, all around. I'll certainly agree with that based on what I experienced. It was my first walk in October that, um, I, I, it was a real feel good day not just for me, but I know the folks that participated with us and just what I saw, it was people throwing Frisbees, people with their dogs walking around. It was, it was great. It really was. Yeah. And it's amazing how many families continue to come back. Even if someone, you know, their loved one passes away, they still come. They, they, because they want to see everybody, you know, they want to see, maybe people that they met in the support group, you know, back in the day, or um, it's just, they just feel like they belong there. That is a day that, you know, they need to participate in. Um, And it's amazing. You know, I think my favorite part is seeing all the families that continue to come back and being able to say hello and give them a hug and, and let them know that we, we haven't forgotten. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Wendy. Really appreciate that insight. And uh, I know, um, once again, my experience, I really wasn't ready for the day to end when it did end. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, well, once again, thanks, Wendy. We appreciate that. And now let's move on to our other two special guests that we have with us. We have the privilege of introducing you to Heather and her son, Alex. While they may be the rookies on the field today, don't let his age fool you. Alex is a fifth grader and is one of more than a dozen members of Team Lenny's Light, whose members range from elementary school up to high school. And this group of kids and young adults have impressed us with their creativeness, energy, and compassion for the ALS community over the last six months or so, preparing up for the walk. Heather and Alex. How are you guys doing today? We're good, Lenny. Thanks for having us. Oh, great. We appreciate you making time in your day and and joining us here. So would you guys mind sharing with us your story about the creation of uh, both your youth group at your church, St. Mark's Lutheran Church in um, Pittsburgh, as well as creating of Team Lenny's Light? Um. So we kind of, we created it because we needed to pull more youth into the church and we thought it would be a good way to help others while also having fun. So that was how we developed our youth group in the church back in um, spring of 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how did we, how did we get started with all that? Um, so we have a member of our church named Connie. And I think that she kind of wanted to get more kids involved in the church. That's good. That's great. And um, I think there's about 14 members of the group. 
And uh, Alex, um, you've probably developed some friendships as well through the youth group and been able to, you know, people that you may not have known before. And so that youth group has provided you opportunities to support the community, learn a lot, as well as have some fun with uh, probably old friends as well as new friends. Yeah. Great. Well, and one of the things, um, sorry, I'm interjecting here, but I remember when we were inter- getting introduced to you guys early on um, and your sister, Andrea, who couldn't be with us today for the, um, she's got a, a, a practice for her basketball. Um, but she had said that there was, you wanted to find causes that matter to you guys as a youth group and as you're forming a group. And I think that that's really important to share because not only are you starting something new, you're not just reinventing a wheel. You're, you're actively seeking to find things that matter to you guys. And, and so would you share with us a little bit about how you came to find what mattered to you guys as a youth group? So when the youth group started in spring, um, they decided they needed to sort of like Lenny said, get to know each other a little bit so they could find out what their interests were, um, get a stash of money or some funding to get themselves started so that they could um, do charitable things um, and some fun things as well. So the kids got out, got out and did a car wash, um, which was completely proof that it's a youth-led program. Um, (laughs) and that was the goal was for them to be youth led and that they would, um, do what motivated them. And so, um, they did the car wash and, and they made, um, between seven and $800 to get themselves started as their little bank account. Um, that's a lot of money to make for a car wash. (laughs) It it was. And. Like Lenny said, we had about, you know, probably between 12 and 15 youth that came out that day. And, and it's a really energetic group of kids. Um, and, and so, yeah, they were really excited, really motivated them and got them really excited. But, and also as Lenny had said, they, um, are motivated when they have something specific that they can connect to. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was their next step. So now where do we want to go? What do we want to do? Um, so do you want to tell a little bit about that, Alex? Yeah. So I think our next thing was the ALS walk. We we kind of just came to a meeting and our leaders kind of showed us that we have somebody in our congregation that has ALS and they put the website up on the up on a screen and once everybody saw it and they told us what ALS was, everybody really wanted to do it. Yep. Yeah, that was, um, and so I, it was kind of neat. We had actually, um, Lenny had shared with, uh, some of us that we knew him through adult Sunday school and, um, our church outreach program. And he had shared with us um, uh, what the, he, as he mentioned earlier, what the Philadelphia Phillies were doing for ALS and um, that it was just such a worthy cause. And so when we shared that with the youth and a little bit about what it was, um, it sort of 
kind of they they were really I think they were intrigued by the whole thing and like, oh wait a minute you mean you know there's someone in our church family who is going through this is experiencing this in their lives so they immediately I think saw value in that but then um shortly thereafter when they decided they wanted to do a team we did have um a courtyard pizza party um where uh Lenny and his dog and his wife came out to um to, to meet all of the youth. And then, um, then it really had meaning. Yeah. So that was, a, it was a really fun day and they got to meet Lenny and, um, really understand a little bit more about what they were doing and who they were doing it for. Yeah. That was a real, real fun day. I enjoyed meeting everybody and it helped me as well because I got to, to put the faces and a little bit of personalities into the, um, and with the uh, youth group. And uh, Alex, one, one question I have for you, now that you've sort of achieved this one goal, and I know the group is moving on, but um, how did it feel to you to be part of the group that you were also creating and, and forming along the way? Any thoughts on that? It, it felt really good because we were having a lot of fun by raising money, but we were also helping others. And I think everybody really liked how we were doing that. And when you saw, you know, you had this work and the effort leading up to the walk, when you finally had the walk, what was that like? You know, I mean, you're seeing all that work you put into it and now boom, here it is, the walk itself. How did it feel actually being there? It felt really good because I'm, I really felt like I was helping other people and every, like, like Wendy said, people, or I don't know, it was Lenny or somebody said people were throwing Frisbees and they had their dog. And I thought it was really cool. That's great. I can, I can tell you it was really cool and it was great having you there. And, and Heather is one of the youth group leaders and supporters of this group. What were you noticing? about this special group of young people as they continued to meet and plan their participation, not just for the ALS walk, but I think also now moving forward. So um, what I think makes a group like this so very special is that, um, like I said earlier, the goal was for it to be led by them. It was to be their ideas. And I think that's what draws them to come out is because it's not a bunch of adults telling them what to do. It's their ideas and we just guide them or shape them or do the adult thing that has to be attached to it. But they are um, really leading it and they come up with ideas that are way better than adults would ever come up with. And they do it with um, enthusiasm because it's what they want to be doing. It's what's important and special to them. And, um, and so I think that a really neat thing that has come from this, I mean, it's, it's endless, the, the things that have come from this, but um, one of them is that they all now know about ALS and they've shared that with their families and now with their congregation and they, it, the awareness piece that was there, our whole congregation just really embraced um, the whole thing that the kids were doing it, that they were motivated to do it. Um, 
and was extraordinarily giving and kind. And they kind of just wrapped their arms around the whole thing. Um, like I said, they have, they have better ideas than we ever do. <laughs> um, and then, and then they, they make them work. They do it themselves and figure out ways to make it work. Um, they went to the congregation themselves, which was their idea. They had a different youth speaker every week, um, go up to the church and speak to the congregation about ALS, um, about Lenny, about, um, the importance of the walk. And, um, they did a bake sale. Um, they did, they sold hot dogs at our community day in our town. Um, they came up with the team Lenny name, the logo, the design on the shirts. Um, and by the way, for, for the listeners, the shirts, they were white t-shirts and, um, you know, Alex is, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, but when you were talking about how it felt that day, to be there and be a part of it. I have vivid memories that day of seeing in the field, your whole team. I mean, and you guys had, how many team members did you have, Alex? Do you remember? 35. I mean, it was just like a sea of these t-shirts, the team's Lenny's light. And that feeling of just seeing that and, you know, that's, that is something special to the day too, that you guys did. Um, that feeling that is just sort of contagious to people there and seeing that the sea of shirts, I'll just, that is a memory I have of that day, which is yeah. so And, cool. and it, it's, it was for us, it was a, exactly the way Wendy described it in that um, we, I, I believe it was the kid's idea because any good idea is um, that we have the picnic afterwards, which we didn't even realize was an ALS walk thing, but we just wanted to gather because we knew that members of Lenny's family were traveling to come to the event. We knew there were going to be members of our congregation as well as the youth. Um, and we just wanted to celebrate. We wanted to celebrate the day and, and what they had done and the remarkable amount of money that they had, um, had earned. It was funny. They had set a goal for themselves. And then at one point they met the goal with like three weeks left before the walk. So they went back to the congregate congregation and said, so we increased our goal, you know, because I, well, think, I mean, it was just remarkable how, you know, enthusiastic and motivated they were, but that whole experience then of bringing, um, Lenny's family who had become part of our team. And then the members of the church who were part of the team all together afterwards for that little celebration, that was really um, a neat thing too. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I'm sitting here thinking about how, how incredible it is also for you all as the supporters of this group that you're letting them there. I think there's very few parts of the world where they can really steer it in their way that feels right for them. And what a beautiful sort of connection to faith, right? Is sort of what faith means for you and um, allowing them to create that space and find that space and carve that space. And that is just such a very special thing that I think your congregation has um, 
you know, it's sort of this ripple effect and how it's trickled down and how we're all now, you know, knowledgeable about it and how everybody listening will be as well. So that is a huge credit to all of you guys. Yeah. Thank you. And Lenny, my friend, how did it feel to sort of watch this team form? It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, when I was first approached, if I would mind or have any concerns, if they were to sponsor a team for me, um, I had no inkling or thoughts of anything like that. And I said, sure, you know, that's fine. And then as it just, you know, grew in terms of the effort that I saw that they were putting into it, the kids and also the, the leaders, uh, the, the specialness of it just continued to, to, to move on and just continue to grow for me. And quite honestly, I don't know if I would have participated in the walk if it wasn't for the youth outreach group doing and sponsoring Team Lenny's Light. I just wasn't quite sure if I was going to do it. But then, you know, I eventually signed up for it. And I'm so thankful for the group to giving me that that impetus to actually participate in the walk. And they really, really made me feel special. And more importantly, I think that they also were able to share with my family members there that there's a lot of caring and a lot of concern for not just me, but also for folks with ALS. So I felt really special. And I think that we all have in us the ability to make people special, feel special, whether it's family, friends, or somebody you don't know. And I think it's a real gift that we have. And that day, if not the entire experience, the youth outreach group really made me feel special and I'll be forever, forever grateful for that. So it was a great experience and something that I would encourage any part of the community, the ALS community to participate in when the opportunity arises. Next year, Wendy, right? Will be the 20th anniversary. Yep. Yep. We're coming up on our 20th year. We, we actually just kind of realized that this year at the walk. Um, so yeah, so we will be, uh, starting our 20th anniversary walk committee meetings in the beginning of the year and trying to plan and plan a big celebration for sure. That should be awesome. That should be really good. Well, yeah. watch out. Team Lenny's Light is determined. They they took a third place medal in what they made this year. Earned. It's going to be like two times that next. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not messing around when they come back for the 20th anniversary. Oh, we, man. We love that Look motivation. out. Look out. <laughs> uh, love to hear that enthusiasm. That's great. It's <laughs> super. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for um, for joining us today. And um, there is, you know, for more information about the, the this 
next year's walk, the 20th anniversary, ALSA.org. Um, you can find a walk near you and we'll definitely be sharing more about the upcoming walk. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And Lenny, I think you wanted to do a little shout out, right? Yeah. A little, a little shout out here. Um, I just got the list of the names of, uh, all the kids that were participating in the walk and that I met. And, uh, first of all, um, Alex's sister, Andrea was going to be here with us today, but, um, she had a conflict. She's trying out for basketball. So we want to wish her the best of luck, but I also want to give a shout out to, um, to Lila, Abby, Sophia, Jess, Danielle, Avalyn, Brianna, Ruth, Autumn, Logan, and Kaylee Rose, as well as the leaders of the group, the adult leaders. In addition to Heather, we have Connie and Paul, all of whom are just wonderful people. So thank you very much. Thank you guys. This is awesome. You, you're welcome back here at any time on Roots Radio. And listen, Alex, you guys have all the good ideas. So we need your help. Keep coming, keep bringing the ideas. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks. Everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks, thanks so much for having Bye. us. Yeah, thank you so much. For those of our listeners who heard our second episode with Pat, we have her back here today to share with us her experiences over the last few years attending the ALSA walk. Pat, will you share with us how you got involved and first learned about the walk to defeat ALS? Well, I first learned about it through ALS, obviously. Uh, when I first was diagnosed and everything and uh, some information that was sent out and just talking to the social worker and uh, you know, various people. And I just decided it was a really, really cool thing to get involved in. And, uh, you know, I just kind of went from there for the first time in 2019 was the first walk that I attended at Coca-Cola Park. And uh, just formed a group of my friends, my closest friends and other people joined in and we, that's how we started out. And the group that you have, that's related to one of your, um, I guess I'd say one of your interests, one of your your passions right now um, is your drumming group, right? Yes, yes. yes. I, I drum. I've been drumming for the last eight years on African drum djembe. We have a group that we go around. We play at Music Fest, Mayfair, uh, other places. This last two years obviously haven't been conducive to playing outdoors with groups of people, but right. we usually do get involved in that. That's great. And um, the first year you did it, that was pre-COVID, obviously. So that was up at where the um, Lehigh Valley Pigs play. Yes. Iron yeah. Pigs play. And then the second year was basically more or less a virtual walk where folks just formed their own little groups and did their own little walk, right? Right, right. And then this year at the Cedar Crest, we had we were able to, fortunate enough to, to get together again, doing it live. Um, it, one thing I'm, I was curious about is I, I, I can only imagine that there was a heck of a lot more energy for the live events 
and the virtual event. But that virtual event was also had been kind of special for you, um, you know, just doing it with relatively a small group of friends and just walking around your neighborhood. Um, that 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 must have been that must have felt pretty good having people come out and help you like that. Oh, definitely. You know, I was surprised how many people actually showed up. We had about, I think there were about eight other people that walked with me just in our neighborhood. And, you know, some people were curious and came out and we stopped and explained what we were walking for. <clears throat> and my friends, like I said, most of them were from drumming and they came out and some other friends and it was interesting just walking my neighborhood and seeing some people that knew about it, knew about the fact that I was diagnosed with ALS. Other people hadn't a clue. And we sort of explained a little bit about what we were right. doing. Oh, that's good. And what is the name of your group? It's called the Kick ALS Drummers. <laughs> Such an awesome name. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, came, I... I had to come up with something original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was pretty good. Now, now how big is the group in a, has it grown since 2019 when you first started? The group that walks with me or yeah. the, the, the group, group that walks with the kick ALS drummers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Cedar Crest, we had, I had about 16 other people that were walking with me. So that was, that was pretty good turnout for uh, just a day of walking around Cedar Crest college. And they came out there. That's my support. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really enjoyed it myself. Cedar Crest was a nice, a nice venue for you. Well, that's, that's, that's great. One thing that we've talked about in the past um, on our other podcasts has been how important it is to have a support group and have people that just continually show up and, and, and how, how things tend to grow as word gets around. And I can, I, I know it, from seeing you at the uh, walk of 2021, that it was really important to you to have the group around you, the kick ALS drummers. And that everybody was really enjoying the energy um, and, and the companionship and the just the entire atmosphere that I thought that Cedar Crest College and the walk just provided for us. So that's uh, that's great. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, I'm really glad you got to get back from move from the virtual to the live okay. and have more of a festive experience. Well, it was it was a great crowd out there and uh, it was festive. It was kind of festive so i enjoyed that and i think everybody else did too absolutely you know what's cool i think about your experience with a pat too is like having you know i think for some of the long time people who have been doing it like wendy had shared with us like you know come they're coming up on their 20th year and a lot of them have gotten very used to it being at one place right whether it's iron hill or iron hill that's a brewery listen listen what's on my mind it's a brewery <laughs> That's right. We're, we're plugging a brewery. Iron pigs, iron pigs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Iron uh, the iron pigs. Thank you. Um, but I think your experience and I think probably what COVID has taught a lot of us in, in this crazy world is like how um, it doesn't have to be one place that makes it special. You know, like you have had three different places, three very different <clears throat> of, um, energies there and you know i think that speaks to just the the importance of the cause and and the heart of it all more so than just one particular place oh yeah definitely 
It doesn't have to be one particular place. You just carry that energy with you. And I think it doesn't really matter where we go. You know, whether it be a neighborhood or another a college or a park, whatever, it's it just goes with you. It doesn't stay in one place. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree 100%. Well, Pat, we appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us today okay. as we close up our podcast here. And it's 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 been great, again, reconnecting with you, especially at this holiday time of the season, which is actually when our podcast is being completed. <laughs> right. Hey, you're, you're the veteran. You're the veteran. You're the only person we've had on twice. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Lucky me, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope it is. I think that uh, we'll be looking for other opportunities to have you as well as other people on. And it's it's been great. And I know yeah, that, um, me too. you know, Jesse and I want to thank you as well as we want to thank Alex and Heather and Wendy for taking the time to share with us their connections to the walk to defeat ALS and, you know, for more information about the walk and how people can get involved, please check out ALSA.org. Once again, Pat and Alex and Heather and Wendy, thank you so much. We really, we enjoyed this very much. Yeah. Thanks everybody. This is an awesome conversation and, more to come with the year 20th year anniversary next year. We'll be spreading the word starting soon, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Great, guys. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Bye. 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 Well, there we have it. There we have it. What an awesome conversation. The first for us having so many different people on at the same time. Right. Um, but yeah, what a special conversation. How did you feel about it, Lenny? I, I, I really enjoyed it. And one thing that I would hope that someone could take away from listening to our podcast, listening to this podcast in particular, is that joining the walk or joining any of these group activities that the ALS association has put together or your local um, clinic, wherever you may go in, whether it's, you know, Hershey, Lehigh Valley, or down at uh, um, Pennsylvania, at the, you know, in Philadelphia, wherever the case may be, that these are worthwhile events to participate in. Mm-hmm. I know I was hesitant about doing the walk. I didn't do it in 2019, even though I had been uh, diagnosed at that point. But I'm really glad and I consider myself so fortunate to have joined this walk in 2021 because it really was very, very uplifting, not just for me, but I know for the caregivers and for the families and friends involved, everybody has an opportunity to feel engaged, at least for that one time, that one moment. And, you know, for anybody that's on the fence next year about going, I hope this podcast would do, uh, would help them make a positive decision to participate because it really is, really is worthwhile. And it was, and for me, it was fun. And I know for everybody there, the best word is it it was festive. It was festive. It was fun. It was a celebration, you know, a day of, of joy. And I think that that's, 
so evident in Wendy, kind of what Wendy shared of how over the years, it's always just been a day to celebrate, you know, and not a day to um, do anything other than just be together, you know? No, that's absolutely right. I mean, it's, I think there was 500 or so walkers this time. Mm -hmm. I think they've had as much as Wendy said, a thousand or 1100. Um, and, uh, it, uh, it, it's, it's just a day to, to get out with friends and family and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, come together for, for a specific cause. And, uh, like I said, I just hope that if there's anybody that's on the fence about participating in these events, they listen to our podcast that hopefully this will help them and give them a little bit more information to make a decision. And I would hope that that decision is to participate because you really will get a, a ton of, of positive feelings out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, f- this was another one in the books for us, Lenny. Um, episode five was, d- did not disappoint. And I'm so grateful that we got to talk to all these amazing folks and, um, you know, just honor the ALS association too, and all the work they've done really to, to create these, these communities of, of joy and, um, connection for, for anybody, whether you're directly impacted by ALS or you're not. Um, I think there's that community there for us to, to participate in. So yeah, what an awesome, awesome conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Wow. Thanks everybody. Lenny, my friends for another great episode and we'll be back in 2022. That's right. 2022. We'll have our sixth episode. Sixth episode. Whatever that may be. Whatever whatever the new year brings to us. That's right. That's right. Well, Merry Christmas to you You and to your family. And we will be in touch. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, you too. Bye, guys. Bye.